live from the Gift for Life Studios, celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal and Judy. Oh, our turns. The whole gang's here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner, bridging that gap. Susan Sims, she has giveaways again this weekend. I believe she's giving away a night at a luxurious hotel in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is. She actually isn't in the studio yet, so I can't verify that yet. <laughs> Pretty sure about that. Otherwise, I am. You made that up, didn't you? No, it's last week. Did you? What'd she give away last week? Uh, the resort and spot, the Alderbrook. Alderbrook in Washington. Gorgeous. She's coming nice. in with some good stuff. Yeah. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is also here, and he's answering your dog behavior questions. Uh, the whole gang in place, Judy Francis, producing and screening those calls. And uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, getting in place for her two-hour nap <laughs> with, with Boog. We, we put them to sleep. Hopefully, we don't have that same effect on you. Yeah. Also today, uh, Debbie Weiner. Is it Weiner or Weiner? Is it Weiner? Weiner. Debbie Weiner. Weiner. Debbie Weiner is joining us, and she is the slob-proof engineer. She's... She's actually engineered a uh, fabric that repels, like, vomit, cat vomit, and dirty husbands. And she's written a book called Slob Proof. We're going to be giving away that and talking to her and getting some tips. I need one of those. What are you working on in the newsroom there, Bobby Hill? Well, we actually have some good news related to airlines, and one of them that's actually stepped up to help Charles the Cat, who somehow got from Albuquerque to Chicago. We don't know how. That's a we'll have details coming up in the news. <laughs> that's a few hundred miles yeah. at least. I wonder if it's one of those things where they fourteen hundred, I believe. Whoa! Whoa! Do we know how they got there? We don't know. We still don't know. You got to ask Charles the Cat. Nobody knows how he got there. What's going on with the whole crush video thing? This was in the news a few weeks ago. It's kind of a kind of a uh, First Amendment thing, and I kind of leaned on both sides of it. There were videos that were being made showing animal cruelty. Basically, the Supreme Court was addressing a law that would prohibit the sale of those videos. However, it was too broadly written and could have been used against, say, you know, how to hunt and how to fish videos. So it infringed a bit too much on First Amendment rights. Yeah. Supreme Court decided, yeah, no, you got to do that again somehow. And so that's what the bill's author did. And we're going to be talking about it. He's a representative from beautiful Simi Valley, California. Now, I'm not going to be popular with this, but I happen to agree with the Uh-oh. decision. I, I think that is an, I do too. an amendment. Yeah. And that's from a journalistic point of view. It, it was too broadly written. So we'll see where that goes. And, uh, of course, you'll find out the latest here. We'd love to hear what you think about that at one 405 8405 If you heard about the crush videos. And do you know exactly what the videos were showing there, Bobby? Kinky stuff that I don't want to talk about. Okay. Speaking of crush videos, Loretta Swit, Hot Lips Houlihan from MASH. She will Hot be joining Lips us. Houlihan. Yeah. You, do you know who she You're kind of a young pup. Do you know who she is? I know. I remember. I remember. I was young when MASH was on, but I absolutely I do remember. Okay. She was the blonde, and then she actually, her boyfriend was, I can't think of his name. Frank but he Burns. Was, he was also, Frank Burns, you yes. got it. I see, okay. I only remember their character names. I couldn't tell you uh, the actor's name. Uh, what about Gary Berghoff? Oh, yeah, he's Radar? been on the show a few times, yeah. Gary Berghoff, and uh, also uh, Jamie Farr has yes. been on the oh, show. yes, so. yes. Loretta. That's right, Jamie. Yes. Jamie Farr was the. Um, Big nose guy. Was, was. Yeah, but he was—he was a guy that always wore women's clothes, yes. right? Yes, he, to get out. You see, that's you right. remember it. You remember it very I well. I do. Okay. Well, that's all coming up in just a few minutes here on Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. 
I get it. It's, it's like hockey, what? honky tonk blues. In it's honky tonk blues. See honky tonk blues. You know hey, what that? You're right. It is. Hey Guido, you took us back there. Wow. That must mean it's time for the uh, blue sponsorship. I hope so. <laughs> wow, I do a little twang in my mouth there. This Healthy Helping of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. And uh, they have a brand new recipe, 100% grain-free recipe called Blue Wilderness, high-protein, low-carb. Check it out if you have one of those animals that uh, you need to keep their weight in check or perhaps they have an allergy. Blue Wilderness. Live from the Gift for Life studios... This is Animal Radio. Here's your dream team. Dr. Debbie, Joey Villani, Joy Turner, Bobby Hill, Vinnie Penn, and Susan Sims. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome. Welcome all. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is also part of the mix here. Gotta get that fixed. <laughs> when is that going to happen? Yeah, we'll get right on that. A couple more weeks. We're all here to answer your questions and celebrate your connection with your pet. Bobby twittering and news. news you're such a newsy. Thank you. You're it's uh, my job, Hal. I know. I know. And it's cute. And sort what of. What you a, pay me for? Do you get paid? Hey, somebody gets paid. I think she I'm might the be the only one, apparently. The only yeah. one. I wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> okay. But uh, those of you that are new to Animal Radio, and it's amazing. Every week we get new calls. Someone saying I'm listening for the first time. Oh, isn't week. that exciting? And we've been around for about a decade now. It hasn't been this fun the whole decade, I'll be real honest with you. No. Not until we got everybody, the right dream team. Yes, it took a, it took years to get the right team Well, assembled. you know, some of us were still under care. Quarantine. Quarantine or, or one thing or another. Where, who, where? Mm-hmm. Guests of the state. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got a new porn bot following us on Twitter. That's nice. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's uh, that's all we have really following us on Twitter, our porn No, no. Stuff. And may I just say, we have, from, from Florida, Kingdom Magic has decided to follow us. And also from Sydney, Australia, we have Vet Med Sydney. Uh, we also have Lost Pet Home, who's joined us from Palm Coast, Florida. There's the Delta Society of Bellevue. Washington, and wow. you know, once again, we're we're worldwide, and each and every week we pick up more and more followers. We're almost at two hundred. Hell, now you call them uh, tweeps, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm not really Tweeples, yes. technologically adept whatsoever. Uh, I really you didn't notice. think this internet thing would take off, but apparently it's no. doing okay. Yeah, I think so. I think it it's is. Gonna... We, mm-hmm. le- we leave all the twittering and the the tweeping and all that stuff you do the the tubing internet thing to Bobby, and she uh, she takes <laughs> FaceTube. Yeah, FaceTube. I know email. If you want to email plant. us, you know, I can. If, is that what you call it? Faceplant. Oh, is she finally going to be on? Yeah. Oh, this is cool. If you have an animal that makes a mess of your house, perhaps a cat that vomits a lot, or a dog that's uh, older, incontinent, pooing on the floor, just making a general mess of your house we have an expert on today who's written a book called slob proof and she's actually invented some uh, fabric that she uh, uses to keep poop and vomit off furniture too wow. we'll ask her about i gotta that hear too. about this yeah because you're always cleaning up vomit constantly aren't you constantly cleaning up after the animals and husband and kids have you talked to dr debbie about that should your cat be vomiting so much i don't know hmm. i thought it was just part Might of the want to check on that yeah. i thought cats always did that cats a lot of cats do vomit a lot hairballs a lot 
But, no, they, uh, they go outside and they eat grass. Not that I let them outside. They have a cattery. It's in, all enclosed. They can go in and out, but they eat grass and come in and vomit. They can't vomit outside. Yeah, and you also... I, yeah, I what's say, the big deal? I know. <laughs> or on the tile, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's easy to clean. Yeah. Always the carpet. And you clean up here at the studios, too, after everybody here at the studios. I have to. It's oh, a mess. God bless you. I can't stand We don't mean dirt. to make a mess, Judy. We just we're can't just, help it. Yeah, we're just little children. We can't help it, like she says right there. So, uh, Disney has a feral cat problem. Is that true, Bobby? Not a problem. No, Disney likes their feral cats. Do they? Cats, they embrace very, them. They're very, yeah, they're very quietly embracing them, and they have for 55 years because those cats keep the varmint population in check in that park. Oh! But, you know, people, you have to look at it that way. It's it, it was kind of a surprising benefit that they never thought about when they were building the park. Oh, so you're telling me these feral and, cats are not a problem. They're actually helping. Yeah, exactly. And if you go to Disneyland, you will see cats. You have to know where to look. Tom Sawyer's Island, Adventureland, over at Disney's California Adventure. They're all over the place. And they're not, not getting paid, corporations. No, they're just there. And there is volunteers uh, from Anaheim feral cat societies that help deal with keeping them in check, spaying, neutering, and, and their shots are up. And then they're kept in their little colony right there. In the Magic Kingdom. How does Mickey feel about that? But not all companies like feral cats. <laughs> well, Mickey's bigger than most of them. And the so as long as matters. it's, you know, size advantage, he's okay. <laughs> Very good. So you're working on that in the news, a story about uh, the happiest place on earth in a colony of feral well, cats. Well, no, we're, we're, like we're looking book. at the way the Bush Library treats their feral cats oh. population. Not quite the same as the Magic Kingdom. You mean the, the George oh, yeah. W. Bush Presidential Library doesn't care doesn't or embrace, embrace their feral cats? Their, yes. They're not really embracing them. That's a nice way of putting it. They're evicting them. I've got details coming up in the news. I can't wait. Also, is it true Rottweilers live longer? Maybe, maybe not. We'll find out in today's show right here on Animal Radio. Animal communicator Joy Turner is here today. Also, uh, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. I was going to tell you about my Labrador fun. Oh, it's always a Labrador. Yeah, you. what I was yes. going to say is that uh, you come into the studio... Uh, Usually on time, but you're the only one that can get called away. Uh, and I have a real reason, right? <laughs> well, you're a doctor. You know, I, I got to tell you, uh, me, not so much. They don't call me. There's no uh, DJ emergencies, really, for me. <laughs> but uh, they can call you away if there's an emergency. You had a, a lab emergency, which is, and it's always the labs. What was it? It is, yeah. Darling, well, a sweet guy, but he had the unfortunate opportunity to ingest two roasted chickens oh. at once. Oh my! They were left. They were left out overnight on a counter, and he slurped them down, bone, skin, and all. Now, do, and then went on to eat a full breakfast after that. Oh, did they chew that? Do they chew it, or does it go down in a whole piece? How does it need to be removed? What did you have to do? Oh my gosh! Well, he, he did chew some of it, and in the past, I've had other labs that swallow them whole, just like down like a snake, if you will. And this guy did chew his up some, but his stomach was so overstretched, we were worried that those bone shards were going to puncture because he was like a big balloon on mm. four legs. Oh my god! So we did do surgery. Yeah, you have to go in surgically and open the stomach. Yeah, and it's—I wow. mean, normally removing things from the stomach is pretty straightforward, but when you've got a belly full of what smelled like rotten kimchi oh, it no. is pretty perturbing and i'll tell you so, fresh kimchi doesn't smell that good either <laughs> yeah so the chicken had a little time to ferment ah. and uh, it, it was pretty foul but he's doing well pretty foul ah, <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> Sorry, I you, you like but, that kind of stuff, though. You really you thrive off the uh, the, the weird vet stuff, like all the procedures and all the tests and all the equipment. Uh, and I'm glad you do. It's gl- I'm glad that you're geeky that way, and that's why we make sure that our animals are taken care of by you. Because you know that Thank stuff. you. Hey, if you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team here, be it Dr. Debbie, hopefully it's not about chickens that uh, your animals swallowed, or dog father, animal communicator, Joy Turner. Uh, we're all here. one 405 8405 Right now, you lucky dog. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Calling someone bird brain may no longer be an insult. Findings from a recent experiment conducted by British scientists showed that birds actually can think ahead. Thinking about the future is a complex skill considered by many to be uniquely human, but eight western scrub jays have scientists wondering. Two different tests were used to see if the birds could plan for future meals. Scientists set up feeding schedules so the birds would not be fed in the morning at a specific location. They found the birds stashed food the night before at that location, showing that they were preparing for breakfast. They stored only a third of the food at a different location where they usually got a morning meal. Scientists then fed the birds two different types of food, pine nuts or tiny dog biscuits in two separate locations. When the birds were suddenly offered both, the birds distributed the food to provide each location with the kind of food it usually lacked, so they'd have more of a variety at breakfast the next morning. Now that's smart thinking. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Ah. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist yeah, he color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name They're of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. weeks back, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a law that would have made it a federal crime to market videos, these crush videos showing animal cruelty. And uh, we have Loretta Swit, Hot Lips Houlihan, who's very much involved in that, and she'll be on with us in just a few minutes. Joey, you remember Hot Lips Houlihan from MASH? That was from MASH, right? Yes. Yeah. She's, uh, she was you, the blonde nurse. Loretta Swit. Yes. You, you know what? I, I, I got to tell you, I was I was a little bit younger when the show came out, but I still remember the show, and um, actually, I still remember the last episode. Um, yeah, that was like one of the yes, biggest, it was, uh, biggest viewed TV shows in history, the last episode of MASH. Yeah, I, 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 believe, I believe you're right there. But um, yeah, I do remember Hot Lips. What is she doing? Well, she's talking. She's standing up against these crush videos, and crush videos are... Uh, they're videos of animals being uh, uh, abused for sexual pleasure, for uh, human sexual pleasure. Kind of weird stuff. Yeah. We- really yeah, like weird. That is strange. That Stepping is really strange stuff. Cr- crushing bugs with high heels and things like that. Well, we're going to ask her all about it. and She'll be on with us in just a few minutes here on Animal Radio. Also today, we'll be going to Dr. David Waters. He just finished his old gray muzzle tour. At, uh, no, that's not like a, a Rolling Stones tour of old rockers. Uh, these muzzles are from dogs, as you might suspect, and they're the oldest dogs that he knows of in America. Uh, perhaps Rottweilers, I believe, what we're talking about. He's, huh. He says they live oh. kind of long. So we're going to talk to him. We're going to find out uh, why Rottweilers live so long. Hi, Dr. Debbie. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. You know, my boy, um, he's only 10, but he's a very gray muzzle. and He's a lab, though, he isn't you- he? He is. He went prematurely gray at two, though. (laughs) I did that, too. I did that, too. Not at two, but uh, pretty soon thereafter. Now, why do you think he went prematurely gray? Just uh, genetics? It is, yeah. In Labradors, there's a gene that uh, they can inherit that makes them go gray very young. So, yeah. Always learning something here. My husband can't blame it on that, though. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Charlene. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? I'm in Rye, New York. Rye, New York. Okay. Well, you're on with the good doctor. Hi, Hi. Debbie. Well, what can I do for you today? What you got going on? Oh, I have a problem. I have a pit bull, Patch. He's three and a half years old. Um, Right before he turned three, he became ill. And uh, the doctors have not been able to figure out what it is. Um, They thought it was enlarged prostate. Mm-hmm. Basically, the problem right now is he's incontinent. And it's urine bad. incontinent or fecal incontinent? Urine incontinence. Okay. And it's bad. It, um, I mean, puddles that he leaves when he's sitting down. Think of a faucet that just won't stop dripping. Oh, That's wow. how he is, yes. And uh, for three and a half, it's very shocking. And at that, a pit bull. You know, he's a great dog. I've had him since he was two months old. He's never had any issues until last year. Uh, September of last year, he had urine in his blood. So I took him immediately to the vet. 
they checked him out. Um, since then, they've tested his kidneys three separate times. They've given him three mm-hmm. separate urine uh, tests. Uh, they found his bladder to be thick and his uh, prostate to be enlarged. So okay. after a couple of months, the vet recommended that we have him neutered because he was uh, okay. Get him healthy. snipped. That's a good good plan. <laughs> so we we did it. <laughs> we we did it. We had him neutered, and um, it, the prostate reduced. Uh, in size, it's now a normal size. His bladder has gone back to normal, but he okay. just can't hold his urine. Uh, they put him on some medication. He's been on it now for a couple of months, but it really doesn't look like it's doing anything for him. Okay, and what medication is it? It is, um, it's a very long name. P, I think they call it PPC or something like that for short. It's called phenylpropanolamine. That's it. Or- Yes. That's yeah. it. I'm looking and at the bottle. It, yeah. And uh, there's also a, 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 a trade name out called Proin, which is in a chewable form. So a lot of people may be familiar with that one. So that's a urinary continence medicine that helps to hopefully tighten up the bladder. And um, and do you say that has not helped him at all? No. Okay. Well, in these situations, and it's a little bit unusual in a male dog. Well, I'm going to back up. Urine incontinence, one of the first things we look at is infection. And if we do see blood, then we look for sources of infection. Um, an intact male dog, definitely one of the best things we can do in those situations is neuter them because the prostate is a sponge. It loves to hold infection in there. And intact male dogs, you can almost never get a hold of an infection if they are not neutered. Um, so that was a good plan. I definitely think that's great. Um, as far as beyond that, it is a little bit atypical for a male dog to have an incontinence problem unless we've got something uh, a little unusual going on. Female dogs, we see a dime a dozen of female dogs that can have a hormonal incontinence. So in your situation, the things that I would typically maybe look at a bit, and I'm not sure all what diagnostics they've done at your office, um, I'll typically do make sure we do some x-rays, and I'll even um, pass a urinary catheter and put a little dye in the, in the bladder and look at the urethra, the tube from the bladder through the penis, and I'll look at that with dye and see to make sure that there's not any defects or any stones that might be showing up in there that we can't see on a plain x-ray. Um, so that would certainly... I'm sorry, go ahead. We checked for that, too. You did? Good. Okay, and that came up normal then. For a number of months now. Yeah, they came up negative. It looked fine, he said. Okay. And... Well, you're knocking my things off my list pretty quick. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm at no. my wit's end with him. We don't know what to do. He's speaking to other vets, and he uh-huh. just he he just doesn't. He's stumped. He doesn't know what to yeah. do. He's willing to go on to another phase, another phase of treatment if these pills don't work. Um, mm-hmm. But he he said that it's it's not something that he really wants to do. It it can it has a lot of side effects. It would be. Um, he said, "For a female dog, just like you said, dime a dozen, he'd ch- he'd change it, put him on a hormone uh, medication, which is something that he's looking to do for him as well. But he says mm-hmm. that for male dogs, that can be really problematic, a lot of side effects, and he really doesn't want to do that." Yeah, and and I'd have to say also with 
male dogs sometimes will even look, it's not as common, but if we're not finding anything in the urogenital area, sometimes I'll even make sure we look at the spine because we can get some neurologic problems that can cause uh, a urine incontinence truly on a nerve level, if you will. Um, so that might be something something else. It kind of sends you to yet another kind of specialty type thing, but that can I've seen that happen with some dogs with lower spine disease. Uh, three years is a bit young, um, you know, but it's another area that that we would potentially look at. Um, and then there are some rare male dogs that we can see a problem with uh, hormonal incontinence, and it doesn't sound like that's his situation since this was going on before he was neutered. Um, but um, you know, there are some hormones that we'll try as well to see if that can help him out. So I don't know that I have a lot of super challenging um, other directions other than what your veterinarian is currently doing. Um, but it, it, I would say kind of keep trudging away at that because um, you know certainly. It's, I'm sure it's uncomfortable for him and hard for you, Charlene, to, to kind of manage this on a daily basis. Yeah, he wears a diaper, which he's not fond of, but he'd rather wear that than just drip all over because I can see it really does disturb him. You can see mm-hmm. that he's uncomfortable in the situation, and it happens like it's happened most of the day that he's like that. He drinks mm-hmm. water, it goes straight through him. It's like there's a direct hose, <laughs> hose that goes uh-huh. through, and it's just, it's amazing on how much he can, how much that happens to him. Okay, so yeah. I'm just going to keep poking away. Then, like the doctors, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, it's probably a hormonal treatment we're probably going to look at next. Um, and yeah. we'll find that's something that we haven't looked at. Um, we haven't looked into any kind of spinal diseases. Now, could mm-hmm. this be a problem with food as well? Could this help with food? Not that I could tell you that it's really been well reported um, as far as a, a diet or nutrition related problem. Um, so I don't think so. Um, but I just thought of one other thing I wanted to tell you, Charlene. In female dogs, I do know some of the veterinary schools are doing some research with doing collagen uh, type injections into the bladder to help with some urine incontinence. So I'm not sure with male dogs if that's a possibility, um, but that might be something that we can kind of uh, see if uh, you, you have in your area or at a referral clinic nearby. That would be great. Yeah, so good luck right with now. things. Thank you. Thank yes. you so very much. You got me. I have a few things now to go look into. So, And the hormone pro- uh, hormones, do you, uh, do you see side effects? I mean, it, would that be something? I was a little, I was very nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of depends on which hormones we're talking about. Um, if we're looking along more of the, the feminizing hormones or more of the testosterone, there definitely are side effects with it. So that's, it's definitely not one of the things we'll jump to right away. Um, but if we're running out of options and need to try something as a different approach, then I think that just with good counseling and, and make sure, you know, we're aware that problems can occur, you know, you might, might have to go that route. Charlene, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for calling today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie or dog father Joey Villani or animal communicator Joy Turner or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here at your beck and call. Today after the show, it is up to Judy to head down to San Luis Obispo to get Stella and Chewy's. Of course, that's the food that uh, Ladybug Studios, not dog, eats religiously. And, of course, mm-hmm. if you're out, you're up the proverbial creek is yes. all I'm saying. 
And of course, oh, no. did you know you can order it online, Judy? You really don't have to head out. I don't have to drive an hour to pick it up. Yeah, you don't have to do. Well, you that. know, I'm such a procrastinator. I run out, and then it's like I can't wait for the shipping. I gotta have it now. Oh, I know. So that I gotta do it ahead of time. If you order it from the AnimalRadio.com website, uh-huh. it, they ship the next day. So it could be there like within the week or something. Okay. But well, I understand you need to get it today because you're out. You waited to the, the last future. minute. Yes. Okay. This is, uh, unfortunately, one of those situations where we turned our dog on to Stella and Chewy's. And, uh, of course, it's natural goodness for dogs. It's made with raw USDA-inspected meat, and it's raised naturally, no added hormones or antibiotics. The problem being, she's addicted to it. She loves it, and we can't. There's, if we're out of it, See, we're in happened? big yeah, trouble. Yeah, you get in trouble. I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. I, I have some samples, and I'll, let, I'll lend you some samples for, awesome. the, for the week until you get them. Okay? okay? How's that sound? Thank you. If you would like to try a sample of Stella and Chewy's, their dinners, their dehydrated patties, you can go ahead and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the information is over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. They also have this chicken treat. The only ingredient is just chicken. Wow. They're great for cats and dogs and uh, another... One of those things that you don't want to get in between Boog and those treats because you <laughs> will lose a hand. Yeah. yeah, lose a finger there. The attack cat, Boog. It's good stuff. Stella and Chewies. Learn more about it at StellaandChewies.com or head on over to the website at AnimalRadio.com and hit the Stella and Chewies logo and banner. You can get your free sample there. We're going to take a quick break before news, and then it's back to the phones with uh, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and of course, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And then coming up next hour, Hot Lips Houlihan, Loretta Swit. Remember her from MASH? She'll be joining us. Talking a little bit about what's in the news, the crush videos. She has some very, very strong opinions, and she'll be sharing them with us here at Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The economy continues to be a challenge for most, and especially for owners of service animals. The American College of Veterinary Ophthalmologists is offering owners of service dogs free eye exams all month long. Board-certified veterinary ophthalmologists are donating their time for the free exams throughout the month of May to service dogs across the U.S. and Canada. Eligible dogs include handicapped assistant dogs, guide dogs, detection dogs, military and police dogs, as well as search and rescue dogs. All must be certified and active working dogs. You can find out more by logging on to www.acvoiexam.org. And feral cats can be a benefit or a nuisance, depending on the situation. Way back in 1955, when Walt Disney turned an orange grove into the happiest place on Earth, a colony of feral cats had set up home in a certain castle. The company, though, found the furry critters kept the varmint population in check. They've allowed them to remain in the park. The George W. Bush Presidential Library, on the other hand, has decided to evict the two dozen or so feral cats living on the proposed building site. Since 2005, Southern Methodist University, site of the Bush Presidential Center, has been working to relocate the cats. One volunteer said, quote, it's hard to move cats, end quote, and added that the remaining cats could be moved to a bushy area nearby. 
<laughs> Sorry for the pun. Let's be honest, mugshots are rarely flattering, right, Hal? So it's no surprise that a Southern California shelter is using the talents of a Hollywood photographer to capture the animal's best side. Seth Castile, a professional pet photog, donates his time and talent to the West Los Angeles Animal Care Center. And since Castile's images have appeared, people have been coming into the shelter carrying the mugshot for the dog they want to adopt. Captain Louis Dado says there's no telling just how many adoptions can be directly attributed to Castile's pictures, but adoption numbers are very high. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Did you know being left unattended outside can put cats at risk for injuries and sickness? Feline leukemia and feline AIDS is much more prevalent among outdoor cats. Indoor cats live longer. Think about keeping your furry friend indoors. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Judy Francis, of course, screening your calls. She's the first voice you get when you call here at 1-866-405-8405. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and uh, Boog, the... Studio stunt cats later in the uh, newsroom with Bobby. Mika sitting next to Vlade right now. These are our, our animals. Hopefully you have your animals up against the speakers for this weekly celebration of our pets. Brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Natural goodness for your dogs. Great stuff. This is uh, dog food we use here at Animal Radio. Before they ever were a sponsor. Little patties. These are freeze-dried patties. It's raw, USD-inspected meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Good stuff. Add a little water to it. And, you know, you don't even have to add the water. You can feed it to them like that. But I like the water because it gives them a little extra, you know, hydration throughout their day. The cats and love I would it, like, too. Yes? And I, would like, and I would like to add that uh, recipe people to the perfect dog always based on three key components. Number one is nutrition, which mm-hmm. is, of course, genetics and uh, behavior. But nutrition is everything whatever you put in your dog's body yeah you know that's how his mind is going to work that is why here at animal radio we are so adamant about feeding our pets with the good food and we highly suggest you to follow this path stella and chewies visit the website stella and chewies.com or go to one eight or call one eight 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 four seven seven eight nine seven seven i understand we have a link right from the front of animal radio.com and you can actually purchase it there very, very good. At a very good price. Yes. I like this stuff. It is. It is. And uh, I love them. And I met the owner personally. I was doing the shows in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I met uh, the lady, the owner Marie of the company. She, yeah. she, she moved her uh, factories right there into uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's an amazing state. I love the people. As a matter of fact, the Mil- Milwaukee loved me. I think a lot of Europeans lives there, so I guess they understand more my accent. <laughs> How could culture. you not love Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hi, Diane. How are you? Hi. Where are you today? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, so beautiful there. Well, Vladi's here. He can help you with your dog problems. Okay. Hi, Diane. How are you? Thank I'm you for calling. Fine. Mm-hmm. So Thank go ahead. You. Uh, what, what, what the problem you have? I have a miniature Australian Shepherd. He mm-hmm. just turned a year old. I got him at five months. 
He actually was supposed to be a toy, but he ended up being a mini, and that's why the people mm-hmm. who had him gave him up. Mm-hmm. But I'm having some issues with him. First of all, he's unbelievably smart, and he arranges his toys in patterns. <laughs> smart, smart dogs and stupid people. That's always problem. Right, right. <laughs> Don't take it personally. Go ahead. So, I mean, he arranges his toys in patterns. Triangles. Ah, arranges his toys. I arranges, it. like, yeah. puts them in order. Yeah. yeah. I've seen this before on TV. And he been in dog training, but if a dog, if a dog starts barking at him, he becomes a nut, and he starts barking his head oh. off, and it sounds like they're having a big dog fight, and nothing's really happening. Okay. So let me, like, right, right now, like, analytic KGB agent, just, you know, try to sort it out, the stuff, and okay. please, please, just quick, quick answer, sounds okay. wise, quick. Number one. Did your dog uh, bark on another dog when he's on the leash? Am I right? Yes. In your neighborhood, much worse than, uh, let's say, somewhere in the dog park or somewhere else? If your um, dog is playing with another he, dog's... Uh, um, in a pet store, a dog that barked at him and lunged at him, he went nuts. Okay. But he doesn't leash, initiate it. I, I got it, I got it. And like a, two neighbors, one swearing on another, another swearing back. It's understandable. But t- tell me, please, do you believe if you would let your dog go, or if you had a chance uh, to see your dog's behavior off leash, did your dog play with another dog even once, two times in his life? Did you see that? Were you well, I have another dog, and they do play. I, I know, I'm not talking another dog. I understand this is a dog who he used to. But let's say... Did your dog meet another dog's off-leash, let's say, uh, in the dog park or in the daycare somewhere? No, no, he hasn't, no. Okay. How old is your dog? One year old. Do you believe your dog is going to bite another dog? No. Okay, no. Okay, that's what I believe, too. Let's start with your dog breed traits. I love that breed, as a matter of fact. And uh, I do believe uh, they, you have a good prognosis here. Uh, let's talk about my diagnosis, which is hard to do over the phone, but I will try to do it like a, like a through the psychic hotline or something like okay. that. So, so I do believe you have leash aggression, which is uh, easy to fix, but leash aggression uh, based uh, how you got into this problem through the frustration. It calls freedom frustration scientifically. Freedom frustration, it means... Uh, once you walk with your dog on the leash and he pulls you all over and he's seen other dogs and, you know, another dog barks, whatever another dog does, he wants to see, he wants to approach, he wants to investigate, he cannot, it's create uh, frustration. Frustration creates drive. Drive turns into the so-called uh, freedom frustration or leash aggression. Uh, now, my prognosis uh, to, to resolve this problem is almost like 100%. It should not be the problem to fix that dog. Uh, the tree, if you like my prognosis and you agree with my diagnosis, you should. we should agree with the treatment plan. Uh, treatment plan would be... Uh, number one, you have to go back to the doggy mother, which is structures rules. Uh, it means never give your dogs any commands you cannot enforce. Always reinforce your commands in your home environment. Uh, never repeat yourself. For instance, if you say come, make sure he comes to you all the time you call. If you tell him stop to do so, certain things, he must stop immediately. Uh, he's not supposed to sleep with you in your bed. He's not supposed to jump on the furniture while you are for the treatment plan. 
um, he is not supposed to approach to you while you're holding any food on your table. A lizard dog would never allow that to another dog approach. And uh, these little things will really uh, set up the rapport which you need to overcome this type of the behavior. And the next step would be uh, dealing with situation. You need to like him, at least tolerate him what he hates. So you cannot control another dog. You can control your dog. So the principle is very simple. Make your dog worry about you or focus on you so he could not be focused on another dog at the same time. In other words, as you pass another dog, before even your dog starts to yap, 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 you should correct him and uh, redirect his attention on you. Once you redirect his attention on you, human mentality needs to praise him. Dogs learn by the consequences of his uh, behavior and the response to his behavior. So your response needs to be negative in conjunction with uh, his behavior and positive when he shuts up. When you pass, if your correction will be strong enough and good enough and right enough, he will not be barking on the second dog, so, or at least less bark. As you're passing second dog, you, this time you could give him just positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement teach your dog what you want him to do. Uh, correction teach him what you don't want him to do. It works synergistically like yes and no and da and net in Russian alphabet, which <laughs> word net or no, Vladimir Putin knows really well. But the thing is, you got to get someone who would show you, because dealing with a dog who, deal, who, who exhibiting some aggressive, Problem. It's like drive, learning how to drive the car. Education is important, but how to, you know, you, cannot, you can learn how to drive the car just uh, by reading the books. Here is what I'm going to do for you. Uh, send me an email, please, and I will send you a link to the trainer in your state, which I know, and she's the great, and she will help you out. I ask her to give you some discount for her service, and she will help you out to deal with the situation, because I do believe you need to have someone behind you and next to you. Diane, thank you so much for your call today. Remember, everything we talk about is at the website at animalradio.com. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Could be Dr. Debbie, Vladi, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, or even Ladybug, the studio stunt pup. This is Animal Radio. One of the joys of owning a dog is going places together. Kurgo's award-winning line of pet travel products makes this easier and safer for your pet. The Kurgo line includes everything from a backseat barrier, which keeps Fido in the backseat, to an auto zip line to keep your dog secure. And for the little guys, Kurgo has a Skybox booster seat, which provides them with a clear view of the road. If you're going somewhere with your dog, visit Kurgo.com. That's K-U-R-G-O.com. Remember how energetic your dog was as a puppy? If you could give your senior pet his youth and vitality back and relieve his aches and pains, would you? The Gift for Life works to signal your pet's life-giving hormones back to a more youthful balance. The Gift for Life can help repair damaged cells, leading to amazing anti-aging effects and a longer, healthier life. Give the gift of youth back to your furry companion with the Gift for Life. Learn more about the science behind the Gift for Life at thegiftforlife.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we could be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the 
healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. And welcome. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Doc, dog father Joey Villani. You're going to have a tip today on uh, ear cleaning. Is that correct? We have we have the best tip on ear cleaning you ever heard. You better be listening there, Judy. I'm listening. You know, ladybug's ears are big. Do, do you notice that dogs with big ears get dirtier ears? How does that work? Are there dogs that have dirtier ears than other dogs, Joey? Yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Dogs who have erect ears, like like Doberman pinches, uh-huh. okay, because, I mean, everything can get in there. But also dogs that have long ears, like Cocker Spaniels, and the ear is very thick itself, the skin on it. So what happens is it closes down over the ear canal, and um, it gets soupy in there. What happens is if it gets any type of moisture in there, the moisture stays. It doesn't, it doesn't release. So dogs with erect ears, the ears get dirty with dirt. Dogs that have ears that hang over that are very heavy, their ears, they actually suffer probably more from ear infections oh. because of just one of the nice things that can grow in that, in that moist and warm area. Okay, so you're going to be one of listening for this tip coming up here in just a few minutes, okay. especially you, Judy. Okay, Ladybug has erect ears. They stand up all <laughs> she, the time. She sure does. Uh, animal communicator Joy Turner is walking into the studio. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is back to answer your most vexing dog behavior questions. And Bobby Hill working on news right now about the uh, legislation about crush videos. And speaking of crush videos, Loretta Swit, Hot Lips Houlihan from MASH. She will Hot be joining Lips us. Houlihan. Yeah. You, you know who she, you're kind of a young pup. Do you know who she is? I know. I remember. I remember. I was young when MASH was on, but I absolutely I do remember. Okay. She was the blonde, and then she actually, her boyfriend was, I can't think of his name. Frank but he Burns. Was, he was also, Frank Burns, you yes. got it. I see, okay. I don't remember their character names. I couldn't tell you uh, the actor's name. Uh, what about Gary Berghoff? Oh, yeah, he's Radar? been on the show a few times, yes. Gary Berghoff, and uh, also uh, Jamie Farr. Has yes. Been on the oh, show, yes, so. yes. Yes. Jamie Farr was the... Um, Big nose guy. Was... was yeah, but he was—he was got to know that always wore women's clothes, yes. right? Yes, he, to get out. You see, that's you right. remember it. You remember it very I well. I do. Okay. Well, that's all coming up in just a few minutes here on Animal Radio one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's funny, Ladybug will hump her toys. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> she has this big flea, this uh, stuffed flea from Multi Pet. Perhaps our favorite toy because it's been around. She's a chewer. And hasn't, she hasn't torn it up or anything, but she loves it and she. She humps it like crazy. Maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> I am talking about. It. I got a. I got a. I got a dog that humps a flea. But she's spayed. Why does she do that? Dominating. Well, that's actually. She's it's a dominant. A dominant she's it's a, a dominance display. So yeah, that's her little oh, her bitch, if you will. Yeah. Ah. She's a dominatrix. <laughs> okay. I have a dominatrix puppy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Look at Bobby's head. She just popped up when you said dominatrix. There. She's working on a story. 
She's working on a story about the U.S. Supreme Court. They struck down a law that would have made it a federal crime to market videos showing animal cruelty or crush videos. It, it takes That's a real... crazy stuff. Just to even sick. hear that people do those kind of things, it just gets my hackles up. It really does. But on the other side, is this an amendment, a first, right, uh, first Amendment right to be able to create these things? Uh, like it is other porn. Well, we want to know at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. While I'm the first to say I do not like animal cruelty or it being depicted in any way, shape, or form, I do think that uh, these guys do have the right under our amendment. What do you mean they don't have the right to do child porn? Why should they have the right to do exactly. animal porn? I mean, where do you draw the line? One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Get uh, get the phones going there on that. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Jamie Farr, and you're listening to the Animal Radio Network. And remember to spay and neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here, whether it's a medical question or whether you want to talk to the animal communicator or you have a grooming question or dog behavior question. We have an expert. We all come together every Saturday to celebrate our connection. We hope you bring your, hope your animals are there with you right now, listening. Hopefully, if they're not, bring them to the radio because what we actually, we have two two shows going on. You know how dogs can hear really high frequencies? Mm-hmm. There's a real high frequency show going on <laughs> right now that they only can hear. I don't know what's going on with my dog because she just falls asleep every show. I don't know if she's hearing anything. Uh, there you go. She's just used to it. Yeah, she just tunes us all out. Hey, listen, uh, if you, I, I wanted to give this out one more time uh, because it's very important. This, the sponsor for Joey's tip is uh, Senior Pet Products, and they, mm-hmm. they have some great items over there, and, as well as some good advice for uh, the older pet. Right. I love I love senior pet products. I I go on the website. I check them out all the time. They got a lot of things for my dogs. Um, because I got dogs that are getting a little bit older, and um, I think everyone should check it out. And you know what? They got a lot of cool stuff too. And your dog isn't that old, so I would still check them out. It's one of those sites that you can uh, go to and spend several hours just browsing. Well, you never realize when you have a senior dog all the questions you have. You don't know the questions you have, but if you go there, you find information you never even knew to ask about. Kind of a heads up there. Yeah. Seniorpetproducts.com is the website, and they have 25% off their your entire purchase all this month. Jeez. If you put a special code in the Animal Radio promo box at their mm-hmm. website. Right on the front page. Radio SPP. Put Radio SPP in the uh, promo box, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. I know Hal says that real fast. Radio SPP. I talk it stands fast. for Senior oh. Pet Products. SPP. Yes. Okay. Radio SPP. Thank you. It's slow enough for you. Yes. And uh, if you put it at the beginning and then start your shopping, you can see the discount apply as you do your shopping right at the very beginning. I love seeing discounts apply. <laughs> discounts are good. Discounts are very yes, good. Yes, they are. What's your tip today? Oh, can we get his music? Guido. Okay. There you go. Joey Velotti, ladies and gentlemen, on Animal Radio with his tip for the week. <laughs> That's you. That's me. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Okay. You, you go ahead. <laughs> I love this. Okay. You know, I'm... 
Go ahead. I'm sorry, Al. This was, of course, the, mean, mu- the music that was at your wedding. Yeah, we get him lost in this. this. Yes. This somewhere. was my wedding song. Yeah. you got to find the words. Like I said, if you, see, if you listen to the words, you'll say, I understand. Not that he's just some Italian from New Jersey. Um, <laughs> but if you listen to the words, you'll understand. It's okay. a good wedding song. But I'll it. tell you, i got a great tip. Okay. Because... In the grooming salon, one thing that we see frequently, and when I say frequently, I'm going to say out of every third dog, they, uh, one, of, one of every three dogs has an ear infection. Okay, and there's a real easy way to actually keep your um, dog's ears clean, and 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 it's uh, just just by some home remedy. Now, first thing, if your dog has an ear infection, that you notice it, and the way you're going to notice it, you're going to have some odor, you may have some discharge, it could be black, it could be green, it could be yellow. Take it back to the veterinarian right away and get that taken care of. Okay. But then ongoing, what you want to do is, is you want to keep it clean. And I got two really good homemade um, remedies. Matter of fact, if you're in a rig, you're going to want to drive to the to the drugstore, the supermarket. If you're home, you're going to want to get in your car and you're going to want to go get these products. And the first thing is white vinegar and distilled water. White vinegar. Now, what you do yeah. is you make a mixture of 50-50 with that. Okay, and what you can do is put a few drops in the ear canal, swab it out. When I say swab it out, just use just use a piece of cotton. You don't want to go in there with a Q-tip, especially if you don't know what you're doing. The ear canal is shaped like an L, but I say never go in any further than what you can see and mm-hmm. wipe it out. Now, what's going to happen is, is the white vinegar will not only deodorize, but it will help neutralize any acid in there. So dogs that are commonly get a yeast-type infection, um, ear infection, which is usually um, a yellowish discharge sometimes it's dry what that'll do is when you have a healthier it'll keep it it'll it'll keep it away the other thing is what you can do is you can also get a bottle of witch hazel Witch hazel. Go to your I health, see that witch yeah, hazel do you any you know what i'll tell you what any type of of Astringent will work, but witch hazel is a little bit easier on the ear canal. Some people have used alcohol, and what I don't like that it's a little bit is a little bit harsh, but it won't it won't hurt unless the dog has an ear infection to begin with. What you do is is you get a bottle of witch hazel and add about ten to twenty drops of tea tree oil. Essential oil, not the stuff that's blended with anything. One hundred percent essential oil. Now what tea tree oil does, it kills all kinds of fungus and bacteria. Um, it's not going to hurt the pet whatsoever. And what you do is you make a mixture of that, shake it up. You can put that in the ear canal, a few drops, massage the sides of the ears, and swab it out. The good thing about that is going to kill any bacteria. It's going to keep the ear canal clean. It's going to make it smell good. And you're going to have a happy pet. Not only is your pet going to be happy, you're going to be happy because you're not going to be going to the veterinarian as frequently oh, yeah. with ear infections if you start off fresh. Now, one thing, I want to go back to the last one, the distilled water and white vinegar. Okay. Don't have a shelf life. The other one will. Okay. Distilled water and white vinegar. Whatever you mix and use, you have to use it within a week's time. So honestly, I mean, you're probably not going to want to clean your dog's ears more than once a week unless it's prescribed by a veterinarian. Um, but if you're just doing it for general cleaning, wax buildup, no more than once a week. So what I say is, you know, get a small, get a small bottle, half white vinegar, half um, distilled water, use what you use, throw it away. It's going to save you still a lot of money, and it's a great tip. It's something I do on my dogs all the time. My dogs never have an ear infection. So remember, that's part of the grooming. 
You see, now use it and you'll love it. You should have remembered this, or at least knew of this tip when uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog's boy, her ears smelled like yeast. Yes, yeah, she oh, was they stinky. They stinky. Yeah. But uh, she was making beer, making uh. beer in there, making beer in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Volani, that tip uh, is up at animalradio.com. Brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Okay, you want to stick around for next hour? Hot Lips Hulahan, Loretta Swit from Mash. She's chiming on the very ever-controversial U.S. Amendment that's uh, in the news this week about crush videos. Of course, we want to hear from you in it. The doctor's in also. 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. Network. Live from the Gift for Life Studios, celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. The whole game's here. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. And she's uh, screening the calls there at 1-866-405-8405. Bobby Hill working hard in the newsroom. Dog father, Joey Volani. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> In the, it looks in the like it. Blue newsroom, I might add. We still got those blue lights. I don't understand why you get your own room. What's that about? I got to share the journey. I have a with better you. agent than you. I ah. guess. Aren't you like claustrophobic in there? It's kind of like a little confined booth. I like to think of it as my hermetically sealed, germ-proof environment. Until I get in there and lick your keyboard. Yeah, I see you got yeah, incense. She does that every day too. That that is incense, <laughs> right? That you're sure burning. Is hell. <laughs> a little lava sure lamp. Is hell. Yeah, it's intense, hell. And animal communicator Joy Turner is working her way into the studio. And Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, back to answer your most vexing dog behavior questions. And on my desk in front of me, uh, there's condoms. We're giving these away today? Is that yes, deal? we are. Oh, these are the condoms you got, Bobby. Yes. It was so cool. These are. And I have to thank the guy's name is Randy. Is it University of New Mexico that we got those from? Yeah, the uh, Center for Biological Diversity. And they, uh, they're trying to promote endangered species with these endangered species condoms. See, this one here says, cover your Tweedle, save the burying beetle, or burying beetle. And I've got one that says, wear a Jimmy hat, save the big cat. <laughs> here you go, Bobby. I'm going to let you have this one right here. <laughs> this is a snail darter. <laughs> What's a snail darter? It's a fish. Look at the picture here. Oh. You can take these <laughs> oh, out. Oh, it is a fish. Oh, there's you, pretty pictures on them. Look. Yes. You are, are a single woman. Condoms. You may have these, Bobby. Thank you. So we what, promote safe sex. We don't care how kinky it is as long as it's safe. You know what? We're, we're, we're always saying, you know, you spay and neuter your animals. So I feel okay saying that you should use a condom. Wrap that rascal. That's what I was saying. Uh, let's see. The American College of Veterinary Ophthalmologists is offering owners of service dogs free eye exams. Do you have the news on that? Are you going to be telling us all about that? I am. I'm going to tell you how to find out about it. It's going on all month of May for working service dogs. It's a good deal. It's a free eye exam from the ophthalmologist eye doctors. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And uh, we're going to find out in this hour if the oldest living dog is really a Rottweiler, if they have a predisposition to living a long darn life because Mm. this doctor who went on the old gray muzzle tour 13 states in a month i believe dr david j waters he went to check out old dogs old rottweilers was it all rottweilers yes 
and was to find out why they live so long. And apparently they live uh, fairly long compared to small breeds, which uh, live longer, right? <laughs> it's all relative. The small breeds, of course, live longer. But for large breeds, these Rottweilers... Maybe we should just long. let him answer. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I don't think we're going to have any definitive answers within uh, the next 10 minutes. Not at least until he gets on the air. But yeah. you'll want to be listening for that to see if your animal's going to live a nice long life. And if you're getting an animal, what kind? What kind of dog to get? Also in the news this hour, Bobby's working on a story about the U.S. Supreme Court. They struck down a law that would have made it a federal crime to market videos showing animal cruelty in these what they call crush videos. And mm-hmm. they're, they're for erotic pleasure. Is that correct? I just don't get it. No, I don't either. And a Neither pe- do I, and I'm glad I don't. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, it really is a First Amendment issue. I believe. Well, the the way the first bill was written was overly broad, and it did infringe on First Amendment rights. Sorry, I agree with the Supreme Court on this one. However, the dude that wrote the bill, a Republican from Simi Valley, it took him less than 24 hours to come up with a much tighter one, and it should pass, and we'll give you all the details on it coming up in the news. Um, just as disturbed by seeing videos showing animal cruelty as the next guy, but... I believe we do have a right in this country. We want to know what you hear, feel. one 405 I hear the dream police. They're inside my head. Hey! hey! Did, did you compile this list, Bobby, of all the blue songs, or did Guido do this on his own? We had a couple of beers, then we did some shots, and that's what we scribbled on the cocktail napkin, man. <laughs> you got to. We're stop. still coming up with them. Yeah, you the are. The more you think about it, come on. I'm gonna... There's lots of songs with the word blue in them. Prohibit you two from hanging out together anymore. I'm still waiting for Sweet Joy. <laughs> this Healthy Helping of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Live from the Gift for Life Studios, this is Animal Radio. Here's your dream team. Dr. Debbie, Joey Villani, Joy Turner, Bobby Hill, Vinnie Penn, and Susan Sims. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. He's back on Animal Radio. And Susan, Susan Sims, she is... She's got more stuff to give away. She, I just tell you, she always shows up at the party with something, you know? Doesn't she's she? so polite. Today, she's going to give you a weekend in Portland with your pet. Whoa. Yeah, very exciting. That's all in the way with Susan Simpson, Fido-friendly travel talk. Bobby is twittering away. She's our social networking butterfly here at Animal Radio. If you didn't know that yet. She, I am. She does a twittering thing. She... And she doesn't really make fun of me because I know nothing about it. I still don't get the Twittering thing. I you don't want to know. Why would I want to Twitter when I got this thing here and I can talk into it to my heart's content for at least up to two hours? And I'm not I'm not hindered by the 140 not characters. Not everyone has the microphone, Hal. Oh, oh. Mr. Superior. Okay. But I just can't embrace the Twitter thing. It's it's tough. All right. Well, Are you getting the Twitter guy on? Did you tell, did you tell Bobby about that? The, the founder of Twitter, the guy that created Twitter. Are you trying to get him on the show? He's, no, I want to talk to you about that. Isn't he, what is he doing with animals? Because he's promoting event, but it's next week. Dr. Debbie, you remember Lorette, Loretta Swit from uh, MASH. MASH, don't you? Yes, I am a huge MASH fan, so oh, yes, absolutely. Hand, yes. 
I was just watching MASH this morning, actually, while I was on the treadmill. <laughs> That's still on, really? It is, yeah. You find it on TV Land, so yeah. On TV, I'll have to check out. That's like Nickelodeon or something like that. For adults? For, for adults? <laughs> it's like old, you know, old series that play over and over again, your favorites, you know, from all the years. So. Uh-huh. Well, it was, uh, of course, one of the biggest uh, series in history, and Loretta Swit who's a big animal activist, is coming out talking about crush videos. And that's big in the news this week. These are videos showing animal cruelty, and the U.S. Supreme Court's made a decision about that this week. So uh, hopefully she'll be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Well, we know the economy continues to be challenging. I, I don't know if it is for you. It certainly is for me. Oh, definitely. Uh, the American College of Veterinary Ophthalmologists is offering owners of service dogs free eye exams all month long. Thank you wow. very much. For very doing this. good. And uh, you can learn more at the website. We're going to put uh, the link to the American College of Veterinary Ophthalmologists over at animalradio.com. And also, Bobby's going to have that in her news. She'll have all the details coming up in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie is here answering your vet medical questions. We have dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Oh, Susan Sims today, she has a trip to Portland, I believe a night in Portland uh, wow. for your pet and yourself at a resort. We'll find out all the details in just a few minutes. We're going to line three and Rick is on that line. Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you doing today? Good. I have Dr. Debbie here. How can we help you? I have an English Bulldog. He's about, uh, he's almost seven years old, and there's okay. two problems uh, that we're having with him. One problem is a recent problem. The other one's been going on for a while. But the, the older problem is that he will, uh, he will start having, like, uh, I guess, like a seizure. He'll, his head will start shaking real bad, and it's only his head. And uh, in English, they do not like being held. But when he start, his head starts shaking, he, he wants you to hold his head still for him. And okay. it goes on for a few minutes, and, and then it eventually stops. Okay, yeah. All right, well, that's an easy one. I can tell okay. you, so there is actually a weird syndrome of head shaking, and it is believed to be a seizure disorder, and we see it commonly in a couple breeds. And the English Bulldog is definitely one of those. Uh, Dobermans, uh, Boxers, and I think Labradors are the other ones. And the head shaking, it really is, some dogs will do the yes seizures, or the yes shaking, and the, or the no shaking, where the head goes up, down, up, down, up, down, like they're nodding at you. Other dogs will go no to the right and left, back and forth, back and forth. And it's very harmless. Uh, it's not anything we really treat for. Nothing necessarily really reliably works. Um, and it is just more of an inconvenience than anything else. And the good thing is most of the dogs, the bulldogs and the Dobermans that do this, don't really develop anything else more serious. So uh, like a ground mal seizure or other types of neurologic problems. So it's more just something to kind of have to live with and, and to know that he's a little special. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, and one other problem that just started... Uh as started this past year, as he has gotten to the point where he's getting uh, really bad about trying to, uh, I guess, hump you, and and uh, we and it, and he'll he'll do it while I'm sitting on the bed, and he will try to try it, and I'll tell him no, and he'll start barking at me and, and growling at me and getting mad. Uh-huh. If I have him neutered, will this fix this problem? Oh yeah. I sure, yeah, it would be the first thing I would do, and and I would say I sure hope so, and and I feel, I feel bad for you. The other day I was actually in an exam room with an English bulldog. He was not neutered, and I walked up, petted him on the head, and I turned around to talk to his parents, and he started humping my leg and just kind of let go. 
<laughs> so they do. They have a very strong sex drive. And, yeah, if he's not a breeding fella, there's no reason those those little guys have to be there dangling between his legs. Um, I would say get this fella neutered, and hopefully it will help with some of that behavioral thing. I'm a little concerned because the barking and some of the behavioral thing can also be a dominance uh, display. So um, the first thing I do is sign up for the neutering, and then the second thing after that's done is if he's still displaying some of those behaviors, you know, we may need to get some behavior training as far as to deal with some of that dominance issues. Yeah, go get him neutered and then call us back if you're still having problems, and, and we'll put you on with Vlade here. Seriously, and there's a lot okay. of reasons, not only because he's humping your leg, not only because he can go out and procreate, and, and we already have too many animals, but there's health reasons, too, uh, certain cancers that can be avoided uh, with uh, neutering and, and uh, spaining. Definitely. you got to, and you know, I know we're all very passionate about some of these, uh, you know, the good benefits. And, you know, a lot of it translates into preventative health. You know, I know in earlier calls we've talked about urinary problems, prostate disease. We can avoid so much of this for our pets by just getting them spayed or neutered before they get into that sexually active phase. Snip, snip, Rick. Snip, snip. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Now, Susan, this is very exciting. What I like about you is you always bring gifts. You come bearing gifts all the time, and I understand. I love it. Another weekend getaway, or not one night getaway, and where to this time? Oh, we have been so fortunate that the Vintage Plaza in Portland, Oregon, is going to give away a one-night stay in their beautiful property. It's so fun. You you really want to win this one. Now, I suppose you stayed there, too, huh? <laughs> well, we had to check it out. You know, we, we can't talk about things we don't... Well, I guess I do talk a lot about things I don't know. But when we stay at <laughs> properties like these, it's it's the, uh, my pleasure to bring it to the listening audience for Animal Radio. Uh, what a tough job, Susan. Sims has checking out these properties before you get to go spend a, a night there with your animals. All the pet-friendly resorts, and of course, publisher of Phyto-Friendly Magazine, Susan Sims on Animal Radio, and that's all in just a few minutes. Well, you've heard it, Animal Radio is live from the Gift for Life studios. Of course, we're using the Gift of Life, Gift for Life here. Our animals are showing signs of slowing down with their age, but with the Gift for Life, they are acting young again, especially Boog. Amazing oh, turnaround there. She's doing fantastic. Boog the Wondercat. Order yes. today and change your pet's life tomorrow with the Gift for Life at thegiftforlife.com. Now, let me give out this phone number. Someone called a few minutes ago. They, uh-huh. they wanted to know the phone number. It's 877-373-6851. You can also give get the Gift for Life at Whole Foods. And I believe this week it's 50% off. Uh, 50%? Not at Whole Foods. No. Sorry, Whole Foods. Uh, I believe it's just a regular price there. But at the website, at animalradio.com, you can get the gift for life at 50% off and free shipping. Or call 877-373-6851. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com radio.
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Phyto-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Phyto-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Phyto-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. You're listening to Animal Radio. Bobby, you're working on a story about uh, crush videos and the U.S. Supreme Court decision that would have made it a federal crime to market videos showing animal cruelty. And uh, this is a, a big topic of interest, whether or not it's a First Amendment right to allow them to do this, whether or not it influences this kind of activity. But you just made a comment that was intriguing. What kind of person would do this? What kind of person makes well, it cruel? We're, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about literally films that actually kill animals in order for the viewer to get some type of erotic pleasure out of it. And the question that I continually go back to when I see these stories and realize that there's people out there that actually like this is, what did your parents do to you? Really? Because you are messed up. That's, you uh, need help. That is very strange. That's my very personal strange. opinion. I, and you know Not what? necessarily those of the owners and management of Animal Radio. It really is the same <laughs> exact. disclaimer, honey. Yes. You don't really need the disclaimer. We feel that way pretty much here at Good. Animal Radio. We'll back that up. Sick and twisted and you know what, man. Yes. Let's see. I'm going to go over to line four right now. Where we have uh, nice doc- segue. Dr. Yeah, it was smooth. Huh? <laughs> Dr. David Waters is joining us. He just got back from the old gray muzzle tour. And what was the old gray muzzle tour? He was going across the country studying animals, uh, dogs in particular, how long they live. Uh, doctor, are you there? Dr. Waters, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, hello. How are you nice. doing today? Good. Nice to be with you today. Now, you just got back from the tour, huh? How long was it? I was a 23-day coast-to-coast scientific expedition and uh, that enabled me to meet face-to-face with 15 of the longest-lived dogs in the United States. Wow. How did you find those 15? How did you select those 15? Uh, my team's been studying aging and cancer in Rottweilers for more than a decade, and over the last three years, we established an exceptional longevity database that enable us to track the oldest old, oldest living Rottweilers in the United States. And so we've assembled a database of 150 of these exceptionally long-lived dogs that are equivalent to 100-year-old people, so-called canine centenarians, 
and only 15 of them were alive. Are you saying that Rottweilers in general live longer than other breeds? No, I'm glad you asked this question so I can clear up some confusion about our research. Rottweilers don't really live any longer than any other large breeds of dogs. The Rottweilers that my team is studying have reached exceptional longevity. That means they've lived at least 30% longer than average for their breed. Okay, the old gray muzzle tour, you checked out uh, 15 Rottweilers, all of them older Rottweilers. What did you learn? What kind of research did you take? Yeah, at each stop I did uh, detailed physical exam, including neurologic exam, orthopedic exam, um, collected blood samples for DNA and uh, other specimens, uh, and then just uh, talked with the owners about uh, their pets uh, and what, what they thought made them so exceptional. What was the age of the oldest dog you found? Uh, the oldest living Rottweiler that I saw was 15 years and two months. Okay, and Did you find if females live longer than males or altered animals that have been spayed or neutered live longer? Yeah, I don't think many veterinarians believe that female dogs outlive male dogs. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, we've been doing research on this subject, and, and we know that from women, uh, women are four times more likely to live to be 100 years old than men. And our research has shown in female rotties, like women, are more likely to reach exceptional longevity than males. Uh-huh. But the interesting thing is that removal of the ovaries during the first four years of life completely erases the female survival advantage. Really? It reduces it? Yeah, so so that, that female Rottweilers who lose their ovaries in the first four years are are no different in their uh, likelihood of reaching exceptional longevity than males. Right. Their advantage is erased. So this research is bringing to light a whole new set of research questions regarding the role of ovaries in longevity. It sure is. And, and where will we go with this research, what you've learned from the old gray muzzle tour? We're cancer scientists who have uh-huh. turned a bunch of our research attention toward aging because to better understand aging, we think that we can better understand the old tissues where most cancers develop. And so we think some of the freshest ideas about cancer prevention are going to come from this serious study at the intersection of aging and cancer. So we're trying to better understand the physiology behind successful aging so that we can promote overall healthy longevity in both pets and people. So it's, it's gathering aging clues from pet dogs, not just cancer clues. Are Rottweilers more prone to cancer than other dogs? Yeah, they're one of the breeds that are uh, cancer prone. What type of cancer do they normally get? Well, isn't it also Portuguese water dogs who are also a high rate? Yeah, there are several breeds that have uh, high cancer incidence. I, I would say that a lot of the dog breeds, just like people, are cancer prone. Is that because they're living longer now? Uh, that contributes to it. I have Very a link here for this study, and I'm going to put it up at animalradio.com. You can, uh, it is uh, www.rottweilerhealth.org slash longevity. Uh, dash study.html. I'll put the link up at animalradio.com since it is a long one. And we appreciate all the research you've done, and thank you very much for joining us today. Okay, thank you. Dr. David Waters joining us on Animal Radio. one 405 Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, uh, is joining us. We go to lot. Are we going to three or four? Go to four. Julie? Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Clarksville, Arkansas. Clarksville, Arkansas. Okay. Well, Clarksville, Arkansas, you're on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Vladi. How are you? Good, good, good. How are you? Good. Good. Um, I had sent you an email about our blue healer. Um, okay. Her name is Pippi, mm-hmm. and uh, we rescued her from some friends that kept her cooped up uh, for about 20 hours a day. We got her about two years ago. And she is just hyper-aggressive, 
at anything that is outside of the house. She uh, she has actually broken through the um, the windows trying to get to the mailman. Um, she has and but but when she's with us, she's real docile. She rolls over. She's very submissive. Um, it's a but very common she, joy. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a very common. Here's what I would suggest you to do. First of all, one of my biggest secrets. Uh, everybody, everyone is listening, please, right now, because the way how you people relate yourself toward your pet or your dog will have a direct effect how that dog is going to behave toward another people. In other words, uh, your dog, Julie, is organizing alliance with you against mailman or any other human um, to use you as the support line. So what you need to do, you need to enhance two, basically two things. Number one, to enhance your social position and uh, diminish your dogs, of course, because all aggression comes of belonging to the high position in the rank. And number two, periphery around just to just to bring that stress which the dog is having by um, dealing with the strangers as the positive way to do reconditioning so how can you uh, increase your social position and diminish your pet through the rules through the structures structure number one no sleeping in the same bed no sharing the furniture for a while uh, make sure she never approach to your table while you're eating. And again, mm -hmm. people who is listening to me right now, this is structures up applicable to the dogs who really, really have a big problem. Does your dog sleep with you? No, she doesn't, and she doesn't approach the table, but she does share the furniture. Okay, so what? And I don't want you just to grab her and push her away because you know you never know it could be the problem because you're challenging mm -hmm. her first time in her life. I would suggest put on her a little string like a, a six foot rope clothesline, and when she jumps on the furniture, you tell her no or ah, and if she doesn't, you grab this rope and snap her away. Pretty okay. Quickly. And if she does it again, do it again with escalation. Just, ah, I said, excuse me, take that disobedience as personal insult. Because she will do it pers uh, purposely, because she would like to elevate herself. Uh, raising her in the vertical direction is elevating her so social status. You have to stop it. So okay. After that, I would like you to do some obedience training with her. I would like you to, to get the collar and leash. What, 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 what is your dog's breed? She's a blue healer. Ah, blue hero. Okay. Uh, she's mid-side type of the dog, so you can definitely use them. I would suggest you to get the prong collar by uh, company Herm Springer. Springer. Herm Springer. German. Pinch collar. And uh, this is the only collar I recommend because it's a humane. It's not sharp. It just maybe looks not nice, but it's a very gentle and humane collar. Create the sensations around the neck like a doggy mama when she wants to snap a little bit. So... Make sure have it leash and color on her, and make sure leash is slack, and walk with her in your house. Walk with her outside of your house. Walk with her in in your backyard. Every time when she's ahead of you, turn around and, and snap the leash in the opposite directions. Do every okay. time opposite whatever she wants to do. Make sure avoid any dogs at this time. Make sure to do it in the privacy of your backyard, inside of your house, to practice these techniques. And I would like you to send your gift. Um, 
my DVD Obedience for Life, which really will help you to um, get uh, perfect with those, with those techniques, which is the crucial before you're dealing with the real destructions. So um, once, once we get done, you will give you information. I will send you that DVD. Um, so after that, I would like you to deal with the issue. That issue can be barking in somebody uh, passing your house, or your dog can be lunging on someone else while you are outside. So mm-hmm. by, by, by applying those structures and doing obedience training, you're already positioning yourself as the authoritative person. If you don't have authority, you logically cannot be in the position to change the things. So this little thing which I just explained to you will really help to establish that authority. From this time, your words will have more meaning. So from that time, if she barks on someone else or she barks on another dog as you walk her, you can correct her. You can correct her humanely by using mm-hmm. product by name Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer, which is spray of the air, just pure air. You push the button and the convincing spray comes out with the special sound effect, which startled her into attention. So let's... Let Let's kind of imagine you take her outside, you walk with her, and I want to make sure she walks right, and she sees another dog, and she looks at that dog, and even before she opens her mouth to say, ah, you momentarily slightly snap your left, with your left hand, snap the leash, and you push the button with your right hand, and the convincing air comes out of the device like, like, like this. She momentarily looks at you and says, good girl, turn around and keep going. Those techniques will really help you, Julie. Okay, so you think okay. it's just uh, it's a matter of her thinking that her place is higher than we are. It is, and it's also a matter of showing her which is the wrong behavior is. It's a matter of showing what is the right behavior is, because when she momentarily, when, after use any corrections, pet convincer, leash correction, she looks at you. From that time, you can kneel down, say, good girl, I'll give you some treats. And uh, every time when somebody passes your house and she does not bark, because if she barks, you use a correction with pet convincer, and she's quiet now, you can give her treats and tell her, good girl. So distinctively show her what is the right behavior is and what is the wrong behavior is. It's your favorite American carrot and steak method. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or Dr. Debbie, the world-famous animal radio veterinarian. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Just two weeks ago, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a law that would have made it a federal crime to market videos showing animal cruelty as being too broad and infringing on First Amendment rights. In less than two days, that bill's author, Representative Elton Gallagher, Republican from Simi Valley in California, had drafted new legislation. That measure, measure targets what I like to describe as doggy snuff films. It's intended to pass constitutional muster this time. The previous bill was intended to stop selling dog fighting videos, but it could arguably have been used against hunting videos, according to the court's opinion. And all the news lately regarding airlines has been anything but good, so here comes a story out of Chicago about Charles the Tabby Cat, who somehow traveled from Albuquerque to the Windy City, and how American Airlines is helping him get home. Eight months ago, Charles went missing while his owner, Robin Alex, was in New Orleans volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. Alex was heartbroken, but doubted she'd ever see her cat again. Two weeks ago, she got a call. 
contacted by Chicago Animal Care and Control, who traced her through the microchip in Charles. But Alex couldn't afford to get her pet home. In stepped American Airlines with a donated flight, along with an Albuquerque business that donated a carrier. And Wales is the first country in the UK to publish an official guide to pet care. The BBC reports the Welsh Assembly government passed a code of practices to help owners of cats, dogs, horses, and donkeys properly care for their animals. For example, the guide tells cat owners to feed their pets meat. Do not turn them into vegetarians. They should also be provided with safe access to shelves and tops of cupboards in order to have an opportunity to jump and climb. Horse owners are warned to keep mares and stallions separate to avoid, quote, aggressive behavior and to avoid smoking near stables. The codes of practice for dogs, cats, and equines has the support of all parties, and similar versions are being drafted in England and Scotland. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter with a tip for keeping your pet safe. Watch out for objects that your pet may ingest like yarn, string, dental floss, and ribbons. Although these objects appear harmless, they can cause an intestinal obstruction and can be fatal. Get more tips from Dr. McPeat at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. Loretta Swit is joining us. Hot Lips Houlihan, as you know her, very accomplished, but something you may not have known about Loretta. She's an earnest animal rights activist and that she actually testified before Congress in 1999 uh-huh. pleading for the prohibition of so-called crush videos. Do you know what a crush video is, no. Judy? what is a crush video? I'm going to let Loretta explain what a crush video is. Hi, Loretta. How are you doing? Hello. I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, it's a pretty horrible thing, and you... You know, you say to yourself, if the people who conjured up this evil thing would take that kind of imagination and put it to good use in a positive way, what a wonderful world this would be. A crush video is the picture, a movie, of a woman's foot in a high spiked heel Uh crushing a small live animal while she um, uses dominating words. You know, I'll show you who's in charge here, kind of, you know, horrible stuff uh-huh. that uh, some perverted soul is going to buy and get his chilies out of. And, and it was so horrendous, uh, the imagination that would conjure up such an evil thing. It was a slam dunk. I mean, the committee uh, totally agreed that it was an evil, ugly thing that we needed to prohibit. Uh-huh. You bet. You know, the, the danger, it goes from a little mouse, let's say, mm-hmm. into a larger animal, into a little larger animal, uh-huh. until one day, and I promise you this would happen, because that's the progression in every portfolio of every known serial killer. There is a history of violence, cruelty, and torture towards animals mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That is how it starts. I'm also very active in Illinois trying to get a law passed against the production of foie gras. What is, is that? The cruel foie gras, the production to make uh, a piece of diseased liver on a cracker yeah. for somebody's enjoyment, that involves the torture of ducks and geese. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, I'm asking the people in the state to forget for a moment about the fowl. 
forget for a moment that it's a terrible thing that we're doing to the bird itself. Think about what it is doing as a message to a young mind, to mm-hmm. a child growing up in this country or any country. Mm-hmm. We are saying by condoning this, we are saying torture of any kind is okay. So it is not a big surprise that when they grow up, they are capable of committing an Abu Ghraib. I think people don't realize when they eat veal and when they eat the full grog what they're actually eating. I don't think they know the condition the animals were put in in order to provide them with this food. This is true, which is part of my job. Part of my job is education, mm-hmm. getting out there and raising the consciousness, especially of the youth. Um, my mother, as it happens, is in a rehab facility right now. She's quite elderly. And the other day, one of my friends brought in two working dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You have no idea the therapy, <laughs> the therapeutic value of those visits to homes of the elderly, to um, uh, rehab facilities, uh, to um, therapy facilities, and so forth. And just their presence, just their their ability to hop on that bed and lick that face, mm-hmm. lick those wrinkles, and make that person feel like a kid. <laughs> so unconditional. Do you share your home with any animals, some wonderful uh, ones? Yes, I do. Um, all of my animals are rescued. Good. And unhappily, my little Pekingese, she's 14 and a half, uh, she is at the vets right now. Oh, I'm um, sorry. And they're, they're doing their best for her. Uh-huh. Well, she's had a long, happy life. Fourteen and a half for a small dog is... Is really good. Pretty, yeah. pretty good, yeah. And she's feisty, and <laughs> she's going to fight. And she's not in any pain, so uh-huh. we're not in any pain. But we need to be realistic about right. it, you know. Sure. Uh, so I've started to put out my feelers already to rescue. Oh, good. And... Um, we have three rescued, lovely cats. Uh-huh. Even my horse is a rescue. How, yeah. long have the, so, how long have these animals been a part of your life? Did you my make, animals it? live a long time. Yeah. They get doddering. They're on, you know, their little wheelchairs and stuff. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they, because love is the greatest healer, kindness, that they can turn you around. And, you know, um, Teresa, my assistant, and I went out to see... Uh, those good chamois really more her dog than than she is mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out to visit her this morning, and she yelped when she saw Teresa. <laughs> it was like, wow, wow, wow! You know. Um, Have you always um, had animals? Yes. As an adult, I've always had animals. Uh-huh. I didn't come from a family who knew about how to behave with animals or how to how to think about their place. When did you realize you know, that? Were you grown up and um, moved out? No, it probably came sooner than that. Uh-huh. You only know what you know, and so I was not exposed to how I treat animals. In those days, everybody was a meat and potato family. Sure, you know, right. And, and they meant well. I mean, parents thought this is what made you healthy. Uh-huh. And um, the truth of the matter is I really think uh, a vegan diet will keep you going forever. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, um, it's been proven to be healthier. And I don't even get into the health issues because 
they really just happen to dovetail into my beliefs. I don't eat them, and I don't wear them. So you were um, able to educate yourself? No, I had some wonderful friends, too, from whom I learned and, and um, whom I taught. Now you're passing the word on, and we appreciate that. As much as I can. I uh, do everything but stop people on the street. <laughs> Actually, if I see them doing something wrong by an animal, I will stop them sure. on the street, too, sure. you know. But, uh, you know, again... Sometimes it's just a lack of education. Really? Right. If yeah. someone comes up to me for an autograph and they're wearing a fur coat, before I sign, I will try to educate. You know, Very because good. sometimes they simply don't know. Right. And, and a simple, forgive me, mm-hmm. but I need to tell you that 80 animals died a horrible death to make that coat. Yeah. And I just mention this so that you know uh-huh. it didn't just happen. Mm-hmm. It's not acrylic. A living animal died, 80 of them, Mm. because most of them are thrown away as trash. I don't know if you're aware of that, because these are appalling statistics. Mm -hmm. When I first read how many animals were dying, being euthanized, and tossed aside because of a lack of home, I thought it was a misprint. (laughs) It it goes Mm -hmm. into the millions. Yes, it does. Millions. Well, that's what we're all about, is is trying to reduce the surrenders and the the unnecessary euthanasia of animals that just basically don't have a home. Mm -hmm. Okay, the only way for us to get ahead of the problem is to be a part of the solution, and Mm -hmm. a part of that solution is to stay and neuter. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. And you must not buy an animal. You must adopt an animal from a worthy place, you know, a good shelter, shelter that's going to spay the animal for you before you adopt it, or it is already spayed, it's trained, it's housed or whatever. Adopt an old one, Mm -hmm. an old cat who's going to sleep 80% of the day, Mm -hmm. and you will give that cat the rest of his life, the rest of her life, with love, a a cushion, a meal, warm, a fireplace, whatever, instead of going out and buying a puppy. You know, the puppy mills are are a curse, a blight on our planet. The kitten mills, the cat mills, turning out unhappy, unwanted little creatures, selling them for profit Mm -hmm. to stores that are buying them with no credentials and selling them again with no integrity to unwary buyers who will have a sick animal on their hands. Please don't do that. If you're looking for a specific breed, there are breed rescues. You can find them online. Absolutely there are. Loretta, we appreciate you spending time with us today. Well, I love that you're getting the word out with us. We have more Animal Radio on the way. Goodbye for now. This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten, and if you're like me, you love animals. That's why over 18 years ago, I started my Dick Van Patten's Natural Balance Pet Foods. I wanted to provide the best possible nutrition for dogs and cats based on scientific data, not just marketing hype. Today, my Natural Balance products are respected and fed by top trainers, breeders, and veterinarians from all over the world. So try my Natural Balance for your pets. You won't be disappointed. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. Our next guest is Jerry Riggs. She's the general manager of the Hotel Vintage Plaza in Portland, Oregon. Hi, Jerry, and welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I I have to say we had a lovely time in Portland staying at your property, and you really roll out the red carpet for traveling canines. Well, we sure try to. Uh, Our system allows us the opportunity to know in advance when our canine guests are going to be staying with us. And so we use that for information to better prepare uh, for um, their anticipated arrival. What are the other pet amenities that you offer? We have a little nice little doggy uh, pet set up in the guest room that, that we uh, know uh, in advance for the size of the dog. We put out a little placemat with doggy bowls and appropriate sized bowls for, the, for their um, pet and bottled water, and then a whole sack of treats with organic food and little um, wipes for their paws. And uh, the, the amenities change from time to time, depending on the season as well. Junior went right to his little welcome, his welcome stash. But one of the things I was disappointed in is we did not get to meet the canine concierge, and that's Georgie. So tell us about your dog, Georgie. Most of our hotels have a director of pet relations. Georgie's the diva of pet relations because <laughs> uh, my employees decided diva was better suiting for her since she loves the shop, loves clothes. She gets dressed in front of a mirror. She goes to sleep in front of a mirror. <laughs> And so she also has her own email. What what type of correspondence does she receive? Georgie gets emails from uh, canines that are planning to stay with us down the road a few days from now, a month from now. And they write Georgie and they ask about what kind of food that they can expect to have here and who can help take play with them during the day. And, and they kind of get to know her a little bit before she arrives. And then, of course, Georgie's responding to them. Do you have pet fees or any pet restrictions? No, we don't. And to my knowledge is, best of my knowledge, none of our uh, Kimpton properties have, have charged any uh, pet fees and have any restrictions. Um, and it's amazing because we have some people that will show up with three very large dogs, and they don't always tell us. If they tell us, then we want to be sure that those folks are in a very large room because they have large mm-hmm. dogs. Um, <laughs> so um, we don't have any, we don't place restrictions, and we don't uh, charge fees. I understand one of our lucky listeners today receives a complimentary one-night stay at the Hotel Vintage Plaza. 
Yes, one of your listeners will, and we will also be sure that they have the lap of luxury package included. Oh, that is wonderful. So be the first caller at 1-866-405-8405 to win a What Nice Day at the Hotel Vintage Plaza in Portland, Oregon. Once again, that number is one 866 405 8405. Thanks, Jerry, for taking the time to talk with me today. You are so welcome, and I hope we have a chance to meet you again soon. You can count on that. And for more information, visit their website at vintageplaza.com. That's it for Fido Friendly Travel Talk. And for more information on today's show or just about traveling with Fido, you can pick up a copy of Fido Friendly Magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Until next time, travel safe and leave no dog behind. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio. Live from the Gift for Life Studios, this is Animal Radio. Here's your dream team. Dr. Debbie, Joey Villani, Joy Turner, Bobby Hill, Vinnie Penn, and Susan Sims. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We just haven't changed the ID yet. It's We're scratching. We're going to put a little collection together after the show today <laughs> and uh, get some money to get a brand new ID that has Vladi's name in it. Good. Good idea. Times are tough right now for I, all of us. I think I have a quarter. Do you? Yeah. Here's uh, 50 cents oh. for me there. And put, uh, whatever put that is. Put the cup out. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll throw a five in. How's that? Oh, oh big boy bad. dog father, Joey Volani. He didn't say five what? Five cents? Let's uh, hit up Dr. Listen. Debbie. Listen, Dr. Debbie is, uh, oh, she left her uh, glove in the studio again. Quit playing with that. I'm sorry. She probably has a few bucks. How you about know, you, Joy? Absolutely. We always have a few bucks. <laughs> I got a little bone I need to pick with um, Vinnie Penn here. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I listen, I listen. you know, to um, Animal Radio. I'm a fan as well. As, I listen, you know, being too. on air. Yes. And about two weeks ago, he spoke about a woman yeah. um, or people who want to look like their pets. Yes. Now, those people, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. kept me, keep me in business, he has to understand. <laughs> people who want their pets to look like them, I should say, keep me in business, and I make a lot of money off of those people. Is this true? Do so people Vinny, actually want their animals groomed to look like themselves? Is is this? Do you actually yeah, you run do, into you, people that do that? Yeah, you do get some. You do get some crazy. It's usually when it has to do with color. When 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 you wanna add some color, especially in in, in New York and New Jersey, in California, I, I know um, the, the the color thing's an issue out here. In New York and New Jersey, um, people who you know what have streaks of pink or blue oh or rainbow, gosh. whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they want their pets to look like them. And um, we did an unbelievable job doing that. So well, I know so that Vinny, uh, you need to back off. Yeah, you know what? The two Italians, I don't want them in the same room right now. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm talking Italian. Talking Italian. Yeah. He'll, he'll call you on this. I'm waiting for him. <laughs> oh, now I've instigated it. Now I've started something. Let's, okay. uh, like the Colombo Wars. Let's go. Is that line two still? Okay. Yes. Hey, BJ, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. I have animal communicator Joy Turner here. Do you want to talk to her? Hi, BJ. Hi, Joy. Well, you've talked to my bow before. He's my little Boston Terrier. I got him after I lost my gizzard. 
and he's got a problem, and I want to know how we can fix it. Okay, so tell me what's going on. Well, he seems like he's getting afraid of everything. He's been in the truck with me since he's been three months old, so he knows what the engine sounds like. And he knows what the sounds and stuff are. But any kind of a sound, last night we were walking into a rest area and they had taken the drinking fountain and put a black bag over it and wrapped it up, winterized it. He got scared of that. He acts like he's scared of everything and anything and sounds and uh, shadows. And I want to know what his problem is. Why is he so scared and how can I help him? Okay, well, he says, first of all, his ears are hurting him with certain sounds. His ears hurt him. Aha. Uh-huh. So you might want to have his ears checked. Okay, we can do that. Was he a baby when you first got him? Yes, he was a 14-week-old puppy. Okay, and what's his age now? About, he'll be two in May. He says he's kind of going through his, what he calls his phase of, being fearful about things. And I have known this to happen with other dogs right around that same two- to three-year age. Things that used to not bother them will bother them. Things they didn't used to be afraid of, maybe they were very confident. But what I have found from them, and he's telling me the same thing, is that as they get to the age where their hormones would normally kind of start making them be the male dog instead of the baby, uh-huh then they kind of go through some kind of a mental, emotional, maybe it's a chemical, I'm not sure about that. You'd have to ask a vet cycle where um, you have to almost retrain them for things. Okay. So I wouldn't be concerned about him. I would just know that he's going through this little phase and just keep reassuring him that, yes, this is okay, and I would definitely have his ears checked out. Okay, because I wondered if his ears are getting really sensitive or something because uh, we've been working as as I come up, like with the truck, I, I give him like a little treat and try to coax him up and show him that, see, the truck's not going to bite you. The truck's not going to get you. We live in there. You know that. And he's kind of getting over that a little bit. Let me give you a couple of pointers about how to talk to him. Okay. We typically will point out what we don't want. In other words, the truck is not going to bite you. It's not going to get you. That type of thing. Uh huh. If animals are concerned or especially if they're afraid they kind of do a digital sampling and so he'll pick up on the key words like bite you be afraid Uh uh-huh so what you want to do is use words that if he samples and picks up just that word it'll tell him what you want so for instance you would say the truck is safe it's okay we've been in here before it's been safe before and it'll be safe now too okay just be consistent with him don't be aggravated at him because when you get aggravated, then he gets more insecure. It's just like yeah. me. That's a, Judy has to treat me the same way. <laughs> he is just like you, Hal. Thank yes. you, BJ, for your call. one 405 8405 So, you've been hummingbirdless, what, for now uh, a week? Oh. How are you doing, Almost, doctor? yeah. I'm hanging in there. We did spot him. It's been almost five days. Uh, we saw him, and he was hanging out and having a good time, grooming himself. But uh, it's been a while, so I'm, I'm hopeful. You know, I think he's maybe either found a happy home nearby somewhere else, or maybe he's still around. I just haven't caught him around there. Maybe, but um, I'm, I'm peaceful at heart. Now, do you know as a fact it was a he, a he hummingbird? No, we don't, because oh, he was okay. very young. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you tell small parts? Colors of- Some of the species you can, um, and he was still kind of not really in the best plumage, oh. so his feathers were still kind of... 
ugly, if you will. But, you know, he was beautiful to me. And generally in the bird world, the guys, the boys are uh, the colorful birds, aren't they? Yes, they are definitely by far the more majestic, colorful, and, you know, they got to work hard to attract women, you know, (laughs) like most men. Well, if you just tuned in, this is your first week at Animal Radio. First of all, welcome Dr. Debbie. She brought a hummingbird in, a little orphan hummingbird a few weeks back. She said it free last week, and I believe she's having some, uh, you know, emptiness syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. (laughs) Truly. Is it over already? Wow. Okay. Boy, that went fast today. My apology to Debbie Weiner. A whiner. Sorry, we ran out of time for you. Hopefully, you'll be in next week's show with uh, your slob-proof techniques. Remember, the phones are open all week long, so if you need to connect with the doctor here or the groomer or the animal communicator, 1-866-405-8405. And you can also email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. See you next week. Bye, guys. This is Animal Radio Network.